You know, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about this really, really uplifting event that's happening out in Naperville. And it really, and I'm saying this not to undermine the issue, but but really, it all started because Rex Hupke wrote about his his undying love of ice cream (laughs) and his devotion to it. And that resulted in, uh, you know, suggesting that that Dairy Queen should make him an ambassador. And that resulted in the Dairy Queen in Naperville in particular saying, well, come on out here and be an ambassador then. And it turns out that the owner of this Dairy Queen really does so much for the community. So we were just talking about this event uh, that's coming up on Sunday because um, in particular, she's done a lot to raise awareness around youth suicide prevention. Um, Before we get to our next guest though, that woman's sister's on the phone. She wants to say hi. Hi, Colleen. You're on WGN. Well, hi. Hi, Mr. Ambassador. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate the uh, honorarium. (laughs) So you are Karen's sister. You are the sister of the Dairy Queen owner. Okay. That's right. And so you will be at the event on, on Sunday, I assume? Absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. been, it's so cool to watch. I mean, the 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 effort that's been put into that is really uh, really outstanding. It seems pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have done a lot of great work around it. Well, that's, uh, and and how lovely your you know your sister's doing so much work for the community, uh, especially you know while while fighting a battle of, battle of her own. Absolutely. Yeah. And we wanted to really thank you for spreading the word to the larger community. She has kind of tapped out the audience in Naperville, and we've been trying to figure out how to make that bigger. And so maybe this is a step in that direction. Yeah, I think. Well, look, I mean, it's uh, and as we're going to talk about in a minute here, too, I mean, the issue of suicide and, and suicide prevention is something that everybody needs to be talking about, not just in Naperville, but everywhere and uh, in schools and in homes. And so anything uh, that we can do, I think, to help spread that message is is a net positive for everyone. So, One of the interesting things is that in the, the three years that she's been doing this is we've been we've heard so many stories about somebody who knows somebody mm-hmm. and nobody really talks about it until we opened up this forum in this really intimate way. Yeah. And it's really touched so many people. Yeah, right. It's uh, it, it is. It's. Uh, I mean, there, uh, there are very few people who have not, in one way or another, been uh, impacted right. by suicide. And and I think that, uh, like like I said, it's uh, we've spent too much time trying to not talk about it or saying you, you absolutely know, you push it down. And I think it's important to get out there, talk about it, and, and make sure people uh, are and remove the this. shame from this whole issue of depression and sadness exactly. and. And uh, let people have a space to talk about what they need to talk about. Yes. Truly. And let yeah, everybody so we, eat ice cream, too. That's, then, <laughs> and everybody eat ice cream, too. We love that. <laughs> lovely. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Colleen. It's lovely to talk with you, and, and we'll be sure to, to meet you on Sunday. You bet. We'll be, see you there. Thanks again. Take care, Colleen. Thanks so much. Well, how nice. Bye-bye. I love that. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, just a wonderful. Loop closed right yep. there. Look at that. Exactly. That's so nice. Such how how lovely. Family. Okay, so we've been talking about this event that's happening, and we want to um, shift a little bit. Joining us in studio right now is Johnny Boucher who, from Hope for the Day, which is a wonderful organization. I think it's probably the, I don't know, second or third, maybe 12th, 100th time that you and I have been on the air together, Johnny. I'm <laughs> yeah. happy to see you, as always. Um, CEO, founder, chief boss man of all things at hope for Bill the day yeah, right <laughs> shepherd Co- coffee goer <laughs> you, you know I, I go get coffee for everyone because i uh i i don't believe that you know an intern or someone should 
have to go get someone coffee. Nice. That's good. Plus, That's I want to know how you take your coffee, too, because if you put stuff Because you're judging it, about it. <laughs> well, you know, once you start drinking the great coffee that you know, we have with, uh, you know, with dark matter and you kind of get spoiled, you want to know why people want to put cream and sugar in there. But, hey, do you. You know, as long as you get your coffee in the morning and get your day started, that's all that matters. Indeed. Okay, so so tell us about Hope for the Day for, for those who maybe haven't heard of the organization yet. Yeah, no, uh, so, you know, Hope for the Day, we're a proactive suicide prevention and mental health education charity. We're based here in Chicago, and um, really what we do is we aim to break the silence around mental health and suicide, however that is, because we know that when we break the silence, we raise the visibility of resources. And um, when you do it in creative ways, too, it, it invites people to the conversation around mental health and suicide that, you know, instead of isolating them or making them feel alone, which un- unfortunately that's how it's been going on, but we use the cool things like we use music, the arts, health and wellness, pretty much anything to break that silence, but let people know that if they're struggling with anything in life, big or small, you know, it's okay not to be okay. And, and just our, our phrase, you know, our slogan, our motto that it's okay not to be okay is just so true. And it, and it reminds us of a feeling that we already know, that feeling of being like, ah, oh, you know, I'm cool, I'm content. And when we're not, you know, feeling that way, it's about finding that balance, you know, and, and addressing things before they get to a point of crisis. Because unfortunately, we only talk about suicide and mental health on, you know, usually after a crisis has happened. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like you were saying earlier, you know, it kind of gets swept away. So we got we to gotta make it cool, you know, to talk about, you know, what's going on. Because one thing we all have in common, uh, we have brains, you know, and that's really the stem well, of it all. Almost. Well, <laughs> it's how we use them is completely, uh, like, you know. I feel like she's referring to me somehow, but I'm not sure. No. <laughs> she, looked, she looked at me, though. <laughs> No, no. Well, so I kid, but but I, 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 you're absolutely right, and we're all in this, you know, human mess together, and and yet I, th- you know, somewhere it became cool to pretend like you don't care and pretend yeah. like you don't have feelings, pretend like I don't need anything, I'm an island, and uh, you know, somewhere vulnerability became very uncool. Like you're not supposed to, you know, I was talking about this with a friend of mine and because she was talking about how difficult it is to make friends as an adult, because when you were a kid, it was perfectly okay to go, you're nice. Let's go play. Like, that's fine. You say that adult, you're going to get arrested. (laughs) It's super weird. You know, like that's, you are very creepy. Not even a little bit, you know, but, but there's no, there's, it's, it's very different when you're an adult. You have to kind of play cool and, you know, certainly in, in, in any kind of relationship, especially like a romantic one, you got to pretend like, man, I don't care. You're okay, I guess. Whatever, and so so we're in this moment where vulnerability isn't cool. But the the downside of that is that when you most need it, when you are in crisis, it's very difficult to yeah. you know if it's if it's hard to get through that kind of barrier on a good day, it's very hard to get through it on a bad day. A- absolutely, and that's where you know us being proactive. Like people are like, so what does proactive prevention mean? I'm like, well, it's it's building environments and equipping you know, individuals and communities to, to talk about mental health before that point of crisis, you know, and, and it, it's not just a buzzword. It's not a magic wand, um, you know, and, and what's really exciting about Sunday, you know, the man, Tom Skilling, you know, <laughs> I was You're like, so awesome. well, I was just like, yo, like hope for the day and WGN should collab on saying when the weather's going to be like grim, like, hey, today is going to be a little darker today. So make sure you keep, you know, pick yourself up and, you know, remind yourself that, you know, it's, you know, every day is a new day, whether it's a good day or a bad day. And and I really believe that being a Chicagoan is very funny, you know, because I bet today everyone's like snow, like and just going, you know, mm-hmm. AWOL on social media. It's like, well, we can't do anything about this. So we should enjoy it. We should embrace it. And that's just a little notation of like change and how hard it is for people to adapt. 
But, um, you know, we can't do anything about the weather, but we can, you know, prepare ourselves to weather the storms on the good days and bad days by just having these simple conversations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's being proactive. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And we we talked uh, for one of the columns about all of this, uh, about the importance of getting into schools yeah. and, and getting kids. Uh, I mean, it's important for parents to be talking about this, too, but also if you can get into schools, if you can start doing some of the proactive stuff you're talking about. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and about sort of the things you all do to, to help foster conversations? Yeah. You know, what we try to do is specifically here in America, we're seeing, a, you know, a 30-year spike when it comes to suicide, unfortunately. And where tragedy lies, opportunity exists as well. And, um, you know, we, we, we go into education systems and try to educate people on, the, you know, whether it's the smallest thing about, you know, just breaking the science or go in and do some mental health first aid training, which is a program that we offer because our two arm, arms of an organization are outreach and education. And I think that when we break the silence in the cool creative ways, whether it's through our coffee partnership, whether it's our beer partnership with Three Floyds, you know, working with Michelin Star Chefs. However, you know, like I said, it raises that visibility for those who are struggling, but then at the same time, it's an opportunity for education. And it's important to take that conversation into schools, but also make sure that we're nurturing the administration and, and getting people prepared because every time I go to speak or one of our staff goes to speak at a school, it's like we just offer it up free opportunity to go talk about your feelings which is amazing and we see in a classroom of maybe 750 kids to a thousand kids 50 60 kids go all right so where's this counseling center at wow and 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 it's great but you know what we're seeing here in in cps alone you know with budgets being taken out for you know music and in in the arts the next are going on counseling so now we have principals who are under so much you know pressure to also be a counselor for all these students too so it's it's a multi you know tier thing but it's it's the difference between saying hey this is an issue or saying hey here's an action plan mm-hmm. and and that's really where we focus on you know partnering with schools and and we're doing great work around the city DuPage County and and you know it's it's just proof that when once we start talking about it more people want to talk about it and and it's the same reason when I tell people I started the organization I've lost 15 people to suicide personally I've I've, I've had bad days I've never struggled in a, in a way that I need to get like clinically diagnosed or anything but I recognize it and if I've lost 15 people I bet there's more people out there who have lost it but there's also people who are struggling today that are are possibly at a point where they where they may make an attempt but by opening our mouths the most simple thing we can truly save lives, and with silence being the biggest obstacle, I'm I'm willing to do, and our organization is willing to yeah. do anything and work with anyone to break that silence. Yeah, well, you mentioned something I want to back up to, and we we have to take a break here in a second, but I, I don't want to let let much time slide after you said this. You said 30 year spike in suicide. Why yeah. is that? Well, you know, things are things are just getting very real now, and. With the advancement in technology and social media, we've brought people together. We've isolated so many more people. And where we always feel like we got to be on, you were talking about being in a relationship, you know, and like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I can pass things off. It's so important that we open up when those things happen and not try to always be on and just conceal it. Because we're all soda bottles. We're all, whether you're a Coke drinker or a Pepsi drinker or whatever, what have you, we're all 20 ounce bottles of soda and we all, t- you know, get hit and we the, all the little traumas that we experience every day build up and if we don't take that cap off to relieve that however to express ourselves whether it's talking about it seeking professional help doing yoga whatever it might be you're just holding it in and then the littlest thing causes a snap and unfortunately it's like zero to 60 now people are just like well i'm done with this and yeah 
you know, it's sad. Sure. It's sad, yeah, but we don't have to be scared about this conversation. Right, 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 right. Really, really excellent work that your organization, Hope for the Day, is doing. Uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Johnny Boucher, CEO and founder, Hope for the Day, a suicide prevention and education organization. Back in just a bit, Amy Guth and Rex Hupke here on 720 WGN. We are joined in studio by our good friend, Johnny Boucher, who is the CEO and founder of Hope for the Day, a really, really wonderful organization. We're talking about this event that that's happening on Sunday that really was a, a very cool string of events that, that really, it started with ice cream. It's now, it's culminated into this giant fundraiser uh, in Naperville and awareness building and all that. Yeah, and there, just a, a one more reminder on that. Uh, the, this event that we've been talking about is Sunday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, at the Dairy Queen parking lot at 1817 Wherley Road in Naperville. And uh, it's all kinds of stuff going on. It's going to be really cool. I think uh, they're raising money for Hope for the Day, which is one of the organizations that uh, Karen, the owner of the Dairy Queen, who I've written about, uh, has long raised money for and worked with. And uh, also, if you aren't in Naperville or near there or can't get there, uh, they did set up, the organizers set up a website at uh, dillybar.org. Uh, which redirects to um, Hope for the Day's website. And anyway, so check it all out. It's cool stuff. And for a great cause. Yes, big time. So we were talking a little bit, Johnny, about about the organization and and the work that you do. Um, And I was really, really struck by, you know, that number that you gave that we're at this 30-year spike in suicides. Mm. Is there a particular age group or is seeing that more than another or are we seeing that more male than female? Or or who is being impacted the most by that? Well, you know, when when you look at it as a whole... <clears throat> you know, it's it's interesting when people are like, well, you know, the LGBTQ community is getting impacted or the veterans, you know, these things that we hear a lot and being veterans, you know, day mm-hmm. or honored veterans. Tomorrow's Veterans Day. I was having a conversation. I was like, T- is today observed day and then tomorrow is real Veterans Day? I was just I was curious. But it doesn't it, what the thing is, the thing that it is, is that, you know, right now in America, every day on average is 121 people, you know, taking their life and. When you think about that, you know, we're sitting here, there's 121 people here, and, and, and instantly they're, they're gone. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's amazing. Um, yeah. But, you know, suicide continues to be the second leading cause of death of, you know, 15 to 24-year-olds. Um, we are seeing that, that, you know, that 20 to 22 uh, veteran or, or military personnel a day. But, you know, when you think about just this number of 121 people, it's, it's terrifying because that's 44,000 people you know, every year just here in America. Jeez. And they add to the 800,000 that we lose, you know, we, we lose uh, globally. And that's why, you know, our, our work is it's just so important to do it as much as we can and wherever we can um, because it's it's one thing about mental health in, in, in general is it doesn't matter where you were raised, who your parents were, whether you came from wealth or you were poor. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter um, because it doesn't discriminate. Mm-hmm. It literally, you could be having the best days and then tomorrow you're going to wake up and just, you know, be in this funk and be like, well, I, I don't know what's going on, you know, but it's it's okay to feel that way and it's okay to ask these questions. Um, but, you know, you're, you see the stats, you know, that females, com- you, you know, attempt more, males complete more, mm-hmm. masculinity, there's so many, you know, things that go into that. But at the end of the day, um, one's, way too many sure and 121 is way too many yeah um but it, we, we need to see the harsh reality of like what does 121 people lined up you know on michigan avenue look like and yeah. then them disappear that's that's what happens every day here um and it's because 
people just they, they're not comfortable with talking about it. We've we've told you know people that they can't be you know don't be a sissy you right. know, stuff right. like that. Right. Where you know what we're trying to do is just we're trying to meet people where they're at and not shame them for what they're going through, and also remind people that. You know, it's not, you know, mental illness is not a personal failure. Right. No, right. You know, you could have been born with this stuff and you just didn't even know yeah. it. And then, you know, eventually your parents get comfortable enough because they're like, all right, well, we should tell you that, you know, Aunt Sue right. had this. And you're like, well, why didn't you tell, tell me? me. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And that's why the work that you're doing is really so important. And, and I know you, you do it around the world and you work with so <laughs> many organizations. Unfortunately, we are, we are running out of time. we got to get people to news and check in on that weather and all that stuff. But where can people go to learn more about the really important work that Hope for the Day is doing? So you can easily Google whatever search browser you like. Uh, Hope for the Day. You can go to hftd.org. Um, you know, but at, at the end of the day, whether you want to get involved on the small level or the big level, there's so many opportunities. I mean, we're opening up the world's first coffee shop that 100% of the proceeds support suicide prevention and mental health education in Logan Square in the spring. And it's fueled by our friends at Dark Matter Coffee. And it's going to be offering programming, um, you know, resources. Just it's going to be a beacon. And there's many places we can turn these beacons into. And, and just the work that we're doing with Karen Maloney alone, it just shows that how one person can impact so much. Yeah. And like we said earlier, she's battling her own fight right now. Right. And it's not getting in the way. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Everybody can do something. And Absolutely. Lovely We're to in this that. together, you know? Yeah, big indeed. Time. indeed. So, everybody, again, that's hftd.org. If you follow me on Twitter, I'll be sure and tweet out that organization. And you can also find it on the WGN Radio page when you, uh, you can go back later and find the podcast of this show, and we'll be sure and put a link there so you can connect with that organization. Johnny Boucher, thank you so much for being yeah, with us. Yeah, thanks today. so much. Thank you. I can't wait to have ice cream with everyone else. That's right. Yes. That's right. For such a good cause. All right. Amy Guth, Rex Huffke. Uh, we're going to turn things over here in just a bit. But first, we're going to check in with news, go to break, all that good stuff. Back in just a moment here on 720 WGN.